Hello there. My name is Father John Harrison. I am Rector Superior of St. John Newman Residence at Stellamaris in Timonium, Maryland. Blindness was, and still is, one of the great curses of the East. It was caused partly by ophthalmalia and partly by the pitiless glare of the sun. It was greatly uh, aggravated by the fact that people knew nothing of hygiene and of cleanliness. It was common to see a person with encrusted eyes on which the flies persistently settled. Naturally, this carried the infection far and wide, and blindness was a scourge. Only Mark tells us this particular story, and yet there are certain extremely interesting facts in it. First, we see the unique caring of Jesus. He took the blind man out of the crowd and out of the village that he might be alone with him. Why? Think about it. This man was blind and apparently had been born blind. If, we, if he had suddenly given back his sight amid a crowd, there would have been flashed upon his newly seeing eyes hundreds of people and things and dazzling colors so that he would have been completely bewildered. Jesus knew it would be far better if he could be taken to a place where the thrill of seeing would have less impact upon him. Every great doctor and every great teacher has one outstanding characteristic. The great doctor is able to enter into the very mind and heart of his patient. He understands his fears and his hopes. He literally sympathizes, suffers with him. The great teacher enters into the very mind of his scholar. He sees his problems, his difficulties, his stumbling blocks. That is why Jesus was so supremely great. He could enter into the mind and heart of the people whom he sought to help. He had the gift of caring because he could think with their thoughts and feel with their feelings. May God grant us as well this Christ-like gift. Second, Jesus used methods that a sightless person could understand. The ancient world believed in the healing power of spittle. The belief was not so strange when we remember that it is the first instinct to put a cut or burned finger into our mouth to ease the pain. Of course, the blind man knew of this, and Jesus used the method of curing him, which he could understand. Jesus was wise. He did not begin with words and methods which were far above the heads of simple folk. He spoke to them and acted on them in a way that that simple minds could grasp and understand. There have been times when unintelligibility has been accounted a virtue and the sign of greatness. Jesus had even greater greatness, a greatness which a simple mind could grasp. Third, in one thing this miracle is unique. It is the only miracle which can have said to have happened gradually. Usually, Jesus' miracles happened suddenly and completely. In this miracle, the blind man's sight came back in stages. There's a symbolic truth here. No man 
sees all God's truth and all at once. It is one of the dangers of certain type of evangelism that it is that it encourages the idea that when a man has taken his decision for Christ, he is a full-grown Christian. One of the dangers of church membership is that it can be presented in such a way as to imply that when a person becomes a pledged member of the church, he has come to the end of the road. So far from so far from that being the case, the decision and pledge of membership are the beginning of the road. They are the discovery of riches of Christ, which are incalculable. And if a man lived a hundred or a thousand or a million years, he would still have to go on growing in grace and learning more and more about the infinite wonder and beauty of Jesus Christ. That's our message for today. May God bless you and have a great day.